the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, their station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. I want to welcome you to another Monday edition of Lifeline. You have heard it by our, uh, I guess, program the program caller, the person that opens up the announcer. That's his name, the announcer, your host for this Monday edition of Lifeline, Jesse Gistan. Glad to be with you on this January 31st, tomorrow, brand new month, second month of the year 2022. And, uh, our world is changing, folks. Our world is changing in a lot of ways. And uh, you and I better be careful to know what direction we're going in because things um, are in such a flux and things are moving in such a way that we, we just simply need to know what's going on. I know that, you know, intuitively things are not right. Things are not normal. Things are not the way they are supposed to be. And I want to encourage you to affirm of that intuition because it's the way that you don't wake up one day and uh, and, and everything is totally changed. And you say to, our, to yourself, where were you when that happened? Well, either Rip Van Winkle uh, is your great, great, great grandfather and that gene expressed itself magnificently and you went to sleep and you failed to see all of the incremental changes going on in your world. Or you were in denial and like a lot of people had your head in the sand and did not want to believe the enormous transformation that our our society is going through even now as we speak. Again, I remember a couple years ago uh, behind this microphone when we were dealing with the elections and all of the upheaval and uh, crisis and chaos that was happening then, which was largely presented to you and me by your major media outlets, because that's what they're for. They're there to create crisis in your mind, chaos in your mind, and therefore facilitate the disruption that goes on in the soul and in the body politic of our uh, governance. And I remember at that time raising the question, are we in reformation? Um, are we are are we in revolution? Are we in reformation or are we in revolution? I think I also modified that a couple of weeks into all of these different optics and and visuals of of people in the street protesting and burning up cars and tearing down buildings, all of the socialist Marxist tactics that have gone on uh, since uh, the days of the French Revolution up to this present hour, uh, destroying the old, seeking to establish a new paradigm. And again, I remember asking several times, are we in a revival or are we in a revolution? 
So what are your thoughts about that now? Here we are two years later after a major, massive, chaotic election that has all kinds of moral and ethical and spiritual and sociological and judicial and uh, governmental implications in terms of corruption and, and in terms of manipulation, in terms of distortion, if we if we would were to be honest about what happened. <clears throat> but here we are now, two years later, having that behind us and then combined with this whole COVID thing. We're looking up and there has been a significant change, hasn't there? There's been a change externally and there has been a change. It seems like there's been a change in a lot of the emotional, psychological makeup of people on the ground. Things are not normal. You must admit that they are not. They're not normal. And many of us have taken the position because we saw these things coming decades ago. We talked about the ideological subversion, how that socialism and Marxism has crept into our universities and into our schools. Now, your children, once your children go to public schools, the public school system owns them largely. You know that parents are fighting like I don't know what now for rights to be able to know what the teachers are teaching and what the teachers are giving the children. And Policies are actually being fabricated as we speak to see to it that children can be vaccinated without their parents' permission. Again, I'm going to be talking about that here in a moment as I quote a passage of scripture from Matthew 24, that great uh, prescient expression by the Lord Jesus concerning the tribulation that would hit Israel in AD 70. And it did, and it wiped Israel out. But God warned about a lot of things that would emerge between the time that the gospel would go forth in AD 33 through the ministry of the apostles to the time in which uh, Titus, the Roman Titus under his father's rule, Vespasian would come in and destroy uh, Israel and all of the people who were complicit with Roman uh, tyranny. Uh, and also those that were uh, demonstrably, demonstrably against it. It was too late. Jesus said you had 37 years to get your act together. Otherwise, the tyranny of Rome would take over. And that kind of prophetic warning has been going on cyclically around the, uh, around the world for, for millenniums now. God will warn human beings about sinful behavior. Human beings will disregard that warning. And then human beings will find themselves caught up in the web of self-destruction. And I've asked, is that where we are? Because I can tell you now, if you really understand the ideological subversive process, first propaganda, then chaos, then crisis, then normalization. These are four stages of control that the Marxist socialist agenda, which was largely uh, uh, proffered by uh, by uh, Russia and their method of taking control of their own citizens by Pravda, uh, lying media, propaganda media, and and then it ultimately uh, chaos, and and then that chaos becoming an opportunity for crisis, and that crisis resulting in the military coming in and squashing everything. So you and I are uh, have already been warned by Yuri Bismanov, and I've told you that many, many times that uh, our um, State Department, CIA, has been taken over, DOJ in certain aspects of it, certainly uh, uh, persons in the Senate and Congress, but largely in our universities. This is where all your woke doctrine comes in, critical race theory, et cetera, et cetera, that has destroyed any real sense of uh, science, 
per se, uh, modern uh, understanding of history. Uh, so much of it is uh, fabricated nonsense that's predicated upon um, a, a power dynamic, uh, the the um, conflict theory of Marx that has um, white folks bad and black folks good. Uh, that whole thing is running through our country, creating major divisions, as you know. But that's part of destabilization. It's part of the crisis mode. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this invasion has occurred because of our demoralization. I, that is the actually the second one that occurs after propaganda is demoralization. And we've been in demoralization mode for longer than my existence. I'm 61 years old. And all I've ever known in America, in the Bay Area here, is a growing disintegration into massive perversity. That's all I've ever known. I don't know a time of vital Christianity, um, a robust morality, and, um, and constant ethics on the part of my government nor the citizens by and large. I, I don't know a Christianity that has uh, demonstrated massive, massive commitment to biblical truth uh, um, uh, across the nation, across the across the states in a way in which the church stands out uniquely for the proclamation of the gospel and serious exposition of scripture and commitment to the glory of God in Christ and therefore prophetically pressing upon its culture uh, repent and believe the gospel. I don't see that. I saw a whole lot of syrupy, um, seeker-friendly, uh, pseudo-Christianity that um, that has also become complicit in liberation theology, which predated liberation theology, predated because it attacked black people. Liberation theology predated your critical race theory application in what is now called critical social social justice warriors uh, in infiltrating the churches and destroying the the authority of the word of God and destroying the churches. They have now collapsed into the same lockstep agenda that our government has actually uh, foisted on citizens um, incrementally over the last 50 or 60 years. And so we're here now. Uh, we're here where largely if you and I were to open our eyes and it would take some some uh, it would take some kahunas, it would take some bravery to actually look and see how relentless our government is in lying to us. I mean, relentlessly lying to us and uh, almost laughing at us. Joe Biden wants to um, send out 400,000 in, in 95 masks to give to you. He's going to give that to you as a gift because he believes you're stupid enough to think still after all of the evidence that has come in that an N95 mask can actually stop viral strains from getting to you. He actually believes you're that stupid. He's laughing at you because uh, he actually believes that. I'm going to read an article just to, to be informative, although our church and uh, many people listening to me already know masks don't work. They never have. Omicron has been a blessing to expose a lot of the fraud going on in our governmental system. But what what I'm saying to you, ladies and gentlemen, is that uh, a country can never be going in the right direction when its leaders relentlessly lie to them. It can't be going in the right direction. And I'm going to share a verse with you, and then I'm going to come back and unpack it a little bit after the break, because it really has to do with what's going on with these uh, jabs. Never in the world, never in the world have uh, have uh, vaccine trials ever been implemented on pregnant women, uh, women of childbearing age, uh, children, 
uh, as we're dealing with now, babies in the womb, babies, brand new babies. Uh, and you've been warned by the good doctors. Your media did not tell you, but the good doctors, your media suppressed that even to this very moment are suppressing it. But the good doctors warn you that there are horrific consequences that come from jabbing uh, women of childbearing age because it has serious impacts upon the children. Your media doesn't tell you that, as I've stated before. It wouldn't dare tell you that vaccines harm children and have for dozens and dozens and dozens of years, but I'm going to tell you that. And this is what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, 19. Woe unto them that are with child and give suck in those days. Woe unto those that are pregnant and have brand new babies. And he's talking about that tribulation period, that thalipsis, that period of crisis, that period of destabilization, that period when Israel was trapped by a judgment that was uh, defined by betrayal, hostility, coldness of heart, turning people into the government, which is where we're headed, turning people into the government, punishing truth tellers, punishing whistleblowers, dividing homes, which is where we're headed and are right now, um, and uh, and destroying men and women uh, who have families, destroying the women because they couldn't travel, move, they couldn't flee, De- destroying the babies because the babies could not handle such a wartime scenario. Jesus said, war to them that are with child and that give suck because he wanted them to know they needed to flee to the mountains <clears throat> before the judgment came. That's a loving shepherd. He warns you before it comes. And I guess I'm doing a little bit of the same thing, too. When we come back from the break, I'm going to share with you the facts. You can do what it, what you want. Uh, this is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Very glad to be with you. The number is one 367 We'll let the lines fill up. I'll talk with you a little bit, and then we'll have a conversation. Be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We indeed are Lifeline. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and the line is the word of God. Line upon line, precept upon precept is the truth given to us in a codified form by which we can reflect upon what God's God's word says and where we are in our culture and in our world today. Quoting Matthew 24, 19, warn to them that are with child and that give suck in those days. It is remarkable to me how the media keeps talking about misinformation. It's one of the propaganda points. I'm thinking that many of you are aware of this by now, when virtually everything that has been stated as misinformation is turning out to be true. Now, I could give you a long list of things they said were not true that eventually they had to acknowledge were true. Now, I've told you that you need to distinguish between um, the good doctors and the uh, false doctors, because the false doctors are getting paid to lie to you. I'm talking about your own PC, your own uh, ortho, your own neurologist, your your own uh, practitioner is lying to you because they get paid. One, secondly, if they don't stay in lockstep with the gene therapy regimen, they can uh, have their license taken away. Many doctors in California are fighting that now with lawsuits. I hope that some are listening and you are free to call, sir, ma'am, if you want to share with us how that what I am stating is true. Just because you would want to do something different than jab somebody with a vaccine that has not proven to be safe or effective, your job is under threat. That is unconstitutional. But that's for another day. We were um, uh, told many, many times by the media that uh, this is true and that is true and this is false and that is false. And I quote one more time, Mr. Malcolm X, 
who stated during the days of the fevered pitch that he knew was really um, government working against him. He says the media knows how to make the guilty look innocent and the innocent look guilty. Now, when you have a media complicit in in deceiving you, the only way you're going to overcome that deception is to be suspicious, healthily suspicious, and given to great measures of biblical discernment. But uh, fundamentally, and and sadly so, most people are not that way. And this is where 30% of people will do whatever government says. Uh, 30% of people won't, such as myself. We're not going to just do whatever government says. And then 40% of people are the collateral damage in between those two polarities. That's how it's always worked. Um, We were warned about the long-term effect of vaccines on pregnant mothers, uh, particularly this Uh, messenger RNA gene therapy. Good doctors made it clear that at no time in vaccine trials were pregnant mothers to have the jab. And in fact, in the vaccine trials before Pfizer rolled out these vaccines, mothers were not in the trial. Children were not in the trial. Uh, Sick people were not in the trial. They had a handful of very healthy people in the trials so that they could game the data in order to justify the application. We already know that because the data is out now almost two years and they have been proven to to be wickedly criminal in that. I was Ron Johnson's uh, uh, symposium the other day, fabulous five-hour symposium. Uh, truth you will never hear in your major media outlets unless many of them go to jail and real journalists occupy the seats. Uh, but if you don't have it, I can give it to you. You can just you know email me at grace, sorry, gbchayward at gmail.com. You can email me and I'll share with you that particular presentation and you can enjoy the brave men and women who are willing to tell the truth and hope that one day in God's good pleasure, it will come out. In any event, there's been significant damage now because perhaps about uh, 35 to 40% of people have submitted to the jab. Uh, And we warned and they warned and I warned that women were suspiciously in danger because as Dr. Yeadon, the ex-CEO of Pfizer, warned in his own examination that the lipid nanoparticles is a kind of a gel, a carrier that takes the mRNA and puts it into the cells and the bodies in order to produce spike proteins in order that there it might induce a immune response were found all over the body instead of just locally in one place. Um, This is the uh, problem of the dispersion of the uh, spike proteins throughout the whole body. There's a medical term for it. It'll come back. In any event, what he recognized was that there were very clear signals of the lipid nanoparticles in the ovaries of women, and he was horrified horrified and he warned. In fact, he stepped down from Pfizer. Like many people have stepped down from Pfizer, CDC, and the FDA. You will never hear that from your major media outlets. But he warned about what we know now are um, thousands and thousands of uh, uh, birth defects, thousands and thousands of premature miscarriages, And our media is absolutely silent about that. You cannot say your media cares for you when we know, in fact, that just by VAERS, we have over 3,389 fetal death reports. 
And according to Jessica Long, one of the whistleblowers in the military, uh, that can be magnified 49 times. So if you multiply that by 49, there has been significant amounts of deaths on the part of um, uh, women with children the childbearing and the uh, miscarriages and deformities and something else. They say to the tune of almost uh, um, 166,000 just since the vaccines rolled out. That's a lot of sick, ill um, babies. That's a lot of miscarriages. And as you and I know, miscarriages sometimes don't necessarily uh, have the capacity for being detected. But I guarantee you we could have calls for the rest of the show with women who took the vaccine who have had irregular periods, elongated periods, clotting in their periods and all sorts of things. But I want to share with you something that just emerged on my screen a few weeks ago, and I just held on to it because I just didn't want to talk about it because it bothered me so much. The babies that are being born as a consequence of mothers who have taken the jabs, the babies that are being born, what the babies look like, what the babies are able to do just days into their birth and several weeks and several months later. And what both the midwives, the scientists, and the mothers themselves are saying. This is one of the things we're going to be talking about this Wednesday on All Things COVID here at Grace uh, in Hayward, All Things COVID, uh, COVID, uh, COVID at 5.30 p.m. at Grace Bible Church. You can watch it online or you can show up. Lots of people do. We have a great time, grace-bible.com. And we address these issues with data, with information, with presentations. And we just work it through as we have done for the last seven or eight months. And everything that we have been talking about has been coming to pass because we just didn't believe uh, your major media legacy outlets. They are lying legacy, Pravda, neo-Pravda groups, and they don't want you to um, to know what really is going on. So um, just like the uh, hundreds of people that were with Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson, a couple of days ago, last Monday, so there are tens of thousands of them out there in the streets doing what I'm doing. By the way, um, God bless all the truckers blasting their way through Canada, defying Trudeau with his wicked totalitarian agenda on their way to Washington to let Joe Biden know the same thing, that freedom is absolutely a right. It is a must. You cannot shut down government because of your failed plans. It is absolutely absurd and ridiculous. We will not be held hostage uh, because of your fantasy of total control. We know COVID is a cover for control. We know that. Everybody's starting to pick up on this. Stop it, Joe. Just stop it. It's extremely important, however, for you guys to know that the jabs will have consequences, just like uh, Robert F. Kennedy, who has an outstanding book out called The Real Anthony Fauci. If you want to face the truth, buy it. Um, but the babies are having problems. These, there is a, a, a syndrome where the babies are coming out with black eyes. I mean, completely black eyes, a little bit of white around the black, but largely black eyes. These are called black eyed um, uh, pandemic babies. And you can probably look it up, but we're going to deconstruct it with some of the scientists who have found uh, several of them. These babies come out, come out the womb with their heads up, very alert already, not with some of the normal stuff that you see other babies doing. They're standing up in a few weeks uh, with a little bit of help and they're walking in just a few months. 
they are accelerating in their capacity to do things that your average child couldn't do. And you're going to hear on Wednesday one of the mothers saying, don't ever even imagine that you know what it's like to have one of these uh, pandemic babies because you don't. You're dealing with something that probably really is uh, entering into what we warned uh, many people about before. This mRNA technology was originally about modifying genetics on a much more military bioweapon, bioweaponry level. And what that would mean, ladies and gentlemen, is that your government right now is experimenting on you. They know about these things. They're watching and they're taking down uh, accounts and they're determining how to modify this again in the future through the other vectors by which they will contaminate us with uh, with with uh, means by which they can control our lives. And so, yeah, this is what's going to happen on Wednesday. You're certainly welcome to join us or watch us. Grace-Bible.com. A whole lot more. I'm going to take another break. We'll come back. I'll chat with you a little more. And then once the lines are filled, we will have a conversation on this Monday edition of Lifeline B right back. And now back to Lifeline. And this is how you know you are in a kind of uh, staged and controlled coup. Um, it used to be called the deep state, but it's nothing more than the, uh, the absolute delusion of leftist ideology uh, on steroids in Washington, D.C. Uh, it was Senator Ron Johnson who actually called in all sorts of doctors at the highest levels, professors, uh, scholars uh, at the universities at the highest levels who have been blowing the whistles for, um, for, for, for from the beginning about the proper way to approach COVID, the proper way to protect the vulnerable, a proper way to uh, segment society without destroying society on an economic and a structural level, which we have done. Um, but doctors and COVID-19 vaccine injured, injured testify in Washington, D.C. to crimes against humanity. And uh, Ron Johnson actually not only called all of these brave men and women, but he also called the CDC, the FDA, the NIH. He called Fauci and Walensky. He wanted them all to be there so that we could do real science. We can do real evaluation. We can do real debate. Now, I want to ask you, when a senator like Ron Johnson, who has been careful to listen to his constituents and really care, he saw the wounding, he saw the injuries. Uh, You know, just because you don't see them don't mean that they're not there. Please don't be that dumb. Um, And he, he did something about it. And he invited all of the good doctors with all of the good evidence. All of these doctors have been punished by Fauci and others uh, losing their jobs, being censored, being um, misrepresented in the press as all misinformationists. And uh, as I taught my church last Sunday, uh, the one that's first in his own cause, he will always seem right until his neighbor comes and exposes him for suppressing, suppressing evidence. And this is exactly what's going on now. But this is a typical Russian, uh, uh, not Russian. Let me take their, take them out. Let's just say a Marxist, socialist, communist agenda, because uh, part of the distraction that's occurring now so that Biden doesn't have to deal with this fiasco is to make you think we need to be going to war with Russia. This is an old playbook by both the left and the right. Don't 
fall for it. Anyhow, Ron called on Fauci, called on Lewinsky, called on the CDC, FDA, NIH to show up to this meeting so that they could talk it through because it was very, very clear, very, very clear that we've had 300 percent increase in cancer and over a thousand percent increase in neurological injuries. And I want you to hear that again. Since people have been vaccinated, are jabbed. There has been a 300% increase in cancer and over a thousand percent increase in neurological injuries, which have a direct impact over pilots flying in the military. This is a report from the whistleblowers in the military. It goes on to say, after this very brief testimony in Senator Johnson's five-hour presentation, one of the lawyers uh, that's actually suing our government uh, had a whistleblower state along with 300% increase in miscarriages, 300% increase in miscarriages. We also have 150, 150% increase in birth defects. If, men, if you want things not to work for you, we saw the average of 2,100 for male infertility jump to 7,551. That's a 350% increase in infertility. Female infertility increased by 471%. You're never going to hear this from your major media because all you hear is everything is safe and everything is effective. However, in Europe, they're honest. There was in their databank 37,927 deaths, almost 40,000 deaths, 3,392,632 injuries following COVID shots in Europe database as young people continue to die. This is what we are saying is such a travesty today. 400 professional athletes just fell dead or had heart attacks uh, all throughout the world this year. And that has never happened before. And it all is related to the shots. You know, the confidence right now that I have for some of you that I'm talking to is that you're getting it now. Early on, boy, I had a headwind against me by a lot of people because they just didn't want to believe that, you know, you could actually say something contrary to the stated news initiative and it actually stick. It'd be true. But the sad reality is, is that a lot of this is true because you are also now starting to see the rollout and impact of these things in your own family. It took Omicron for a lot of you to realize the vaccines don't work. The vaccines won't work and that you've got to get on with your life in another way of dealing with it. It took Omicron because you actually believed it and you took the shots and, and some of you had to go through some really bad things. And some of you were injured and, you know, I mean, seriously injured, like our pastor up there uh, in the in the San Jose area. But there were many more. They're just silent because, you know, when you're when you're when you're under a kind of tyranny government, You don't want to actually admit that you believed that lie, but many more. And what I'm going to predict is by the summer, I don't know if I'll still be on this program, but by the summer, we will have a number of callers calling in who will admit that there has been permanent injury. uh, There has been miscarriages. There has been uh, defects. uh, And some of them will be the black eyed babies who have uh, muscular developmental Uh, expressions that are on a par with animals, the ability to do things uh, that's absolutely outrageous 
uh, all because something that's going on genetically. Uh, Dr. Christine Parker in the Ron Johnson's uh, senatorial hearing made it very clear that the messenger RNA, unlike you were told, does impact your DNA. It can reverse transcript. <clears throat> it can't uh, uh, it can implement into your DNA uh, messaging that we have no idea of what it can do. I mean, it, the information's out. These folks were lying to us. And, and I know my voice will be a lone voice. Uh, it just in a minute from now, you'll be told by the Bay Area that they're safe and effective. But if you do your research, you can know. And if you want me to hit you with an avalanche of information so that you can know, uh, it's, it's gbchayward at gmail.com. GBC Hayward at gmail.com. And again, I want to say we'll have a great time on Wednesday uh, as we look at this data and information concerning our children that are being born with these unique skill sets and uh, expressions that are absolutely pr- uh, problematic. We will cry and weep with our sisters who were lied to, who, um, who cannot have babies and will not have babies and that some of the babies that they will have will be injured, just like children have been injured by vaccines many, many times. This is not a lie. It's very clear. The data is out there. It's just whether or not I'm talking to people that are willing to face the truth or want to continue to stick their head in the sand and and believe a lot. And I'm believing better for our country. I mean, even in Canada, which has been absolutely locked down with a totalitarian agenda on the part of Trudeau, he's almost out of there. He's in hiding right now. Hallelujah. He's in hiding saying that he's got COVID and he's not going to come out for a while. No, the truckers have just basically done what um, Carl Jung had basically said to do. Whenever you're entering into mass psychosis and society is just wrapped up in a blanket around their mouth and uh, can see no evil, do no evil and hear no evil because the government says nothing is wrong. To break that psychosis, you have to have a society of people who basically um, are truly awake and operate against it. To break psychosis, you got to have somebody in the group that's willing to say something different and do something different in order to begin to wake people up. It is a strange social psychological phenomena. A room full of people can believe a lie if everybody simply submits to the psychosis. This is what hypnosis is all about, ladies and gentlemen. But if just one person rises up, and that is the biblical model. I share this with our congregation. It's not the multitude that saves you. It's just one or two voices that are willing to die for the truth that actually breaks through the psychosis. After they're ridiculed, after they're censored, after they're mistreated, after they're isolated, after they're beaten, after they're punished. That's what Israel tried to do with the apostles. Tried to punish them. Remember that Peter and James finally being full of the Holy Ghost rejoiced that they were worthy of suffering for Christ's namesake and the gospel spread. Uh, Maybe folks will become real Christians here in America, once uh, once they think that they can force vaccine passports on us. I'm so glad that people are standing up, though. Um, there's some real stats. I need to really talk about the reality that um, uh, more people are standing up in America than your media would ever allow to be seen. Because, because that emboldens people. If you get an optic where you're looking at protest all over. And our church is doing protests and several other churches churches are expressing and demonstrating for freedom and freedom against the mandates as well. And uh, we get a lot of support 
Let's say we're out there for two hours. The vast majority of the honking of the horns is for freedom. Every now and then, we get one of the uh, one of the comrades from the team saying, "You need to have your mask on." Stupid, but that's what they do. But we're fighting for their freedom to do that. We're fighting for freedom because men and women they they prosper best in freedom. We don't prosper well under tyrannical control and fear and lies. So what God made it very plain. He said, the, uh, when the wicked rule, the people mourn. And uh, that's what we're fighting against now, a wholesale mourning that will come upon us if we continue to reject God's truth, which I believe we are in that mode in America, having rejected God's truth. We are coming under a kind of judgment. All right, I'm going to take another break, pay some more bills. When I come back, we will hit the phone lines. They're full now, and we can talk. I've got more to say as well. Hopefully, you can join me on Wednesday at Grace Bible Church in Hayward at 530 for all things COVID. We'll be right back. And now, back to Lifeline. Oh, and by the way, here's another one of the lies your media has relentlessly uh, put forward to you because it doesn't care about you. Whenever people lie to you, they are capable of murdering you. That's what Jesus says. What are you saying about Satan? This is what we learned yesterday in our church about Cain as well. If a person can lie to you intentionally, they can kill you. Jesus says that Satan was a liar and a murderer from the beginning, and the truth never abode him in him. And this is what makes all of this stuff it's so alarming, that if you can simply take up a narrative that you haven't proven to be true, then you are also complicit in that lie. And that's an absolute shame. Media lies, and, uh, and, and they lie in this way. This has been something that you can find as well explained by the good doctors with Ron, uh, with Senator Ron Johnson, that if a person is vaccinated, if you take one shot, let's say, uh, but then you die after that shot um, or you get sick and injured after that shot. Guess what they will say? You were unvaccinated. It's the unvaccinated that are sick. They actually know you took the shot. They know this. If you take the second shot as well. Um, but you don't allow that second shot to do go through the duration of 14 days, something of that nature, um, and you get sick and die within that 14 days, guess what they will say? You're unvaccinated. That's exactly right. And so many times when you're hearing about people who died and they say and they were unvaccinated, they are lying through their teeth, such as one person I'm going to talk about now. Um, the name of this person is... Uh, Mr. Sylvester Solony. He was in the Olympics here recently and he died of COVID at age 51. That's the way they put it. He died of COVID to scare you again around COVID killing you. The glaring issue with this headline becomes clear just three paragraphs into the article, as is given by uh, Kit Knightley of The Guardian. Uh, while Kasanli uh, had, according to the Hungari- Hungarian newspaper, expressed anti-vaccination views, as did Djokovic. I talked to you about that last week. And as did many of the NBA stars and some uh, NFL stars as well. Social media uh, depicted him as dying of COVID. 
the six-time world championship medalist had been vaccinated to allow him to continue to work as a gymnastic coach. Now, listen to that. The six-time world champion medalist had been vaccinated to allow him to continue to work as a gymnastic coach. The journalism is terrible, criminally bad, as one of his fellow coachmen has stated. The evidence supplied for Colony's supposed anti-vaccination views is non-existent. Secondhand hearsay at best. No direct quotations. No sources provided as uh, one of his defenders is stating. Um, He goes on to say that. But of course, this isn't the most egregious part. As you can tell from the emphasized quote, the supposed anti-vaxxer had been vaccinated. To bury that in the body under that headline is deliberate deception. They know many people will read the title and assume he hadn't had the vaccine without ever reading the body of the text. And they are relying on that to spread an intentional false impression. What did uh, Malcolm X say? Crooked, wicked, deceived, uh, criminally induced media will make the innocent look guilty and the guilty look innocent. There can be more stated, you guys, because there's so much information out there, but it's only available to real truth seekers. If you don't have a hunger and thirst for righteousness, um, truth won't come your way. You'll just stay blinded to the lie. But it's out there for people who actually uh, want the truth. But you do also know when the conditions are right to actually tell the truth, you got to be ready to take a hit. I'm going to start with line number one and speak with Jimmy in Mountain View. Line number one is Jimmy there. One second. He's there now. Jimmy, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear me faster? I I can. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for taking my call. What's your thoughts? Uh, I had a few quick questions for you. Your first question is, um, is the vaccine the mark of the beast? Um, it's a corollary. Let me see if I can put it that way. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I've, I've interpreted uh, Revelation chapter 13, um, 16 through 18 historically, because that was definitely a historical phenomenon. We can't just, it's amazing how the premillennial dispensationalist brethren often want to push the mark of the beast up into the future as such as what we are. But it has always had commentators and theologians who have addressed that text uh, wisely, first historically and then by application. By application, uh, there is some real concern about this vector of a vaccine uh, serving as a mark of the beast. And here's what I will say about it, Jimmy. Um, There will be conversation emerging in the next six months to a year about the uh, molecular level of insight that many scientists have about the nature of this uh, this messenger RNA uh, gene therapy, its application to the body, what it can do, what the patents are on the vaccines, why in some cases many assert that people who are jabbed with the vaccine now have a number uh, according to each vial, and are really the property of um, the big pharma. There is um, a, a lot of conversation around that. It's a lot of conversation among those uh, in the the field of science and technology uh, who actually are looking at this 
uh, on a much more deeper analytical level, determining whether or not, uh, again, it has to kind of control factors over people's lives that uh, can be determined by input signals uh, rendered from outside the, outside, the, outside their bodies. Now, this conversation is not emerging. It's certainly not coming from all of the good doctors that are trying to fight a frontline battle, but they are not precluding it because people like uh, Dr. Robert Malone, who invented the messenger RNA uh, technology, and it originally was not for vaccines, it was for other things, uh, part of CRISPR uh, gene uh, uh, technology, uh, he is aware of the capacity for this technology to do all kinds of horrific things to men and women, both on a physiological level as well as on a psychological level. And it was the um, CEO of um, Pfizer, or um, he might have been the CEO of another major uh, vaccine company that is distributing the vaccine as well. But I think it was former CEO of Pfizer who said, if we would, I'm going to try to find that article, by the way. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.